time events and things that are discovered and whatever the case may be. And it's so good. I really enjoyed it. I got me out of my funk. Hello, readers. My name is Charity, the host of Birch Burt Reader Podcast. I'm introverted, but willing to talk about fantasy books. On this podcast, I'll do book reviews, author interviews, and fantasy book discussions. Come join me every week as I explore new realms and talk to amazing people. Hello, I'm Charity, the Booktrovert Reader, and I am starting something a little different this year with my podcast and and me transitioning more into the YouTube aspect with videos. So I'm kind of excited to share that going forward in the new year of the 2024. I am a little late to the game on this one. I am doing the favorite books of each month of 2023. I got this idea from uh, a tick, another book talker by let molly read i'll put her links below she she did a video on this and i was like you know what let me show you what some of my favorite books that i had in 2023 fantasy book style so before i get on to that i definitely want to share with y'all of some of the things that i've been really wanting to do for next year concerning goals and things that i'm thinking about doing and that is i'm thinking to embrace the dnf style a little bit more just because I've been finding that there's so many good books coming out from indie authors, from major publishers. And I've been finding that I just, I'm struggling to keep up with everything that's been coming out and everything. And if I'm just not in the mood for it, I think it's just time to just be okay with DNFing, whether I don't like it or I'm just not in the time or place for it. Now, you know, and I've done this before and I'll, I'll get into it later about you know, actually coming to a book that I DNF'd um, a while ago and came back to it and loved it. So I'll get to that. And I think I'm going to try more challenges next year just because I just want to challenge myself in reading different variety of books. And on my story graph, I do have a challenge of like 50 prompts for fantasy readers. So you can definitely uh, check out that link below just to see what, you know, see if that challenge is kind of up your alley, you know, it's, it is kind of hard, but I have faith in you. And something that I've been really, really wanting to do is choose what I want to read, not what everyone else is reading. And uh, this year in 2023, or last year, depending on when you see this video, I was there, you know, when you're involved with the book, book community, there's everyone reads almost kind of the same thing sometimes. And not that it's nothing wrong with that, but I was finding that I was more interested in the in the books that are not as well known or trending on Bookstagram or Book Talk or anything like that. So I'm challenging myself next year to read a lot of authors that I've never picked up before or authors that are just debuting as well. So I want to do that and just get start some new series and finish series and things like that. I don't have a really high reading goal. I think that's the main thing that I'm going to focus on. It's not that numbers, but the quality of my read. So that's what I'm going to focus on. So just getting into some of the things I, you know, just reading wise, I do have maybe uh, at least one book a month and maybe two on some of them, depending on what month it is, because I sometimes have a hard time choosing a favorite. (laughs) So yeah, first off, my pile. 
Savage Lands by Stacey Marie Brown. I picked this one up. It's kind of have a dystopian feel to it with the fantasy read. Um, there are fae in this one. And what I like about this is that the female mayor character is, you know, she's tough. She knows how to fight and everything, but she kind of is a little hot-headed. So that's how she got into the situation that she did with getting into this very big prison system that is really hard to break out of. And, and of course, you know, she had to learn to survive. And even though she was tough in, you know, when she was training and things like that, it shows a lot of the human side of her when she was trying to fight to survive and going through the, the trauma that she did. So it was very interesting to see this one. Um, that the, my main phrase is that darn Warwick. <laughs> so this is for January. All right, for February, I did have two favorites. My first one is is this this is a sequel to the Aurora Rising. Uh, oh wait, sorry, Aurora Cycle. This is book two, and this is Aurora Burning uh, Burning by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. I don't normally pick up sci-fi at all, but this is a sci-fi fantasy, and this is a continuation of the first book. Um, has several different perspectives that have very unique, different personalities that are contributing to this squad. So this one's just continuing. They're kind of fighting for their lives. They're, you know, racing through space, but there's also a magical element to it, which is where the fantasy kicks in. Now, this does lean towards more of the sci-fi element, and this is YA, but I felt like it was very a mature YA, you know? I would say there were, there's just a lot of mature characters, but make honest mistakes. So I really like this one a lot. And it just, um, there was a certain section in here that, you know, kind of spoke to my season that I was going through. I was going through a moment of grief of, of a family member and it just kind of touched on it a little bit. And it was one of the best ways that I've heard someone describe grief of losing a family member, but never, not forgetting them. So. I really liked it. I did pick up uh, Sky in the Deep by Adrian Young. Uh, it was a, a not really like magic based, but it's a lot of, it's set in a period of time where the Vikings were. And it just it what really drew me into that storyline was the fact that it was very realistic in the time of like going into battle and recovering from battle. Uh, you don't get a lot of that because sometimes the most frustrating things about fantasy books is that they magically get better or they just keep pushing through even though they got a deep gashing rune in their side or something. But they keep, you know, they're tough as nuts and just keep going. And this actually shows her recovery, the main character's recovery, actually recovering from an injury. And it takes time and there's lasting, there could be lasting effects from it. And there was like, because these two clans are warring against each other and she got captured by the enemy clan, there's just this understanding that there's like this misconception between the two tribes and they have to like work, look, work to work together because, oh my gosh, there's a common enemy. So... I really like that one just quite a bit just because of the fact how realistic and there's a subplot of a romance in it. So it's not like a, a like a disgusting like this is what it's all about, but it's just the slow going of the process, which makes it really good. Um, so another book that I really liked in March was The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. I This is one of those books that I DNF'd at first. When I first picked it up, when it was first published, I didn't like the bully romance about it. I just thought it was disgusting at the time, but. Um, I decided to pick it up again this year just because of FOMO, because of like fan art on, you know, Pinterest, book talk, blah, blah, blah. And I like, okay, let me try picking this up again and let me try doing this for my podcast. I don't know why, but I was like, okay, let me just 
let me just do it. So, and I did it and it took me a month to finish this book only because I was literally breaking this down in section by section. I did a chapter by chapter summary and you know, when you go that slow, I realize that you tend to retain a lot of the book and you turn you turn to like appreciate it a little bit more. And I was finding that Holly Black was putting a lot of like Easter eggs in this book and really taking the time to develop uh, Jude as a character into a morally gray character. This year, I've been into the morally gray characters just because I feel like um, you know, you can be a good person, but make bad choices or you make choices based off of like just self-preservation. So you see this a lot with Jude and the whole bully thing. It, it doesn't want, it just goes as far as the first book and the second and third book. It's not that it, it Jude does stick up for herself and you continue to see her stick up for herself. So that's what I like about this one. I definitely ha- highly recommend giving it a try, at least get to book two. Um, yeah, so definitely give that one a try. April, I went on this rare vacation in April. Uh, it was a nice long one and it was in a place where I was stuck with no internet. <laughs> and that really gave me time to just really get into like, I read like five books and won that one. And one of them is Daughter of No Worlds by Carissa Broadbent. Now, I think I do in this situation read it so fast that I didn't retain the information, but the story was good. Believe me, the story was good. Um, it just has a very strong female main character in it that is, I would, I definitely remember, um, her being very strong and very, she fights for what she believes in and doesn't back down, but she's also very hot headed. All right, pausing real quick, and I'm promising we'll get back to it. I love every one of your readers, and I'm in need of your support to help this podcast flourish. Here are the few ways you can help. One, subscribe. Subscribing to your favorite platform ensures that you get the latest episodes right away. Two, rate and review. Leave me a glowing review and rating on your favorite podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback not only is exciting to me, but also helps other fantasy enthusiasts discover this podcast. Three, share Spread the word of Booktrovert Reader Podcast. Share these episodes on social media and recommend this book podcast to your friends. Sharing this podcast creates an amazing community of listeners just like you. Make sure to check out the description below to find all my links to my social media. Four, support through subscriptions. Your support helps me continue making content. In the description below, you will find how to support me on this podcast. By subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing, it will help Booktrovert Reader Podcast get in front of other readers like you. Thank you for being a part of this journey, and make sure to tell me your favorite fantasy book. All right, readers, back to the episode. It's like she has to use that kind of a behavior and character to survive where she was at. So you see that it is kind of romanticity. So you see a romance heavily in the plot, but it doesn't happen right away. She had to learn a language. She had to learn to use her magic and things like that. So I really enjoyed this one. I want to finish the second and third book and finish that series next year because I know there's another duology that's by the same author. And by the time I get through it, the the chances are she's going to probably have a new series starting and I'm like five books behind. So I need to get to it. So Daughter of No Worlds by Carissa Broadbent. Um, Another one is, oh my gosh, so surprising was the the ruins of the heartless fae by 
Maham Fatemi. I found her arc on one of those uh, book sirens websites and I gave it a try and I absolutely fell in love with that story. Um, and then I invited her on my podcast. She was actually my first guest that I ever had on my podcast. And I was really stoked about this book. It's like such different than what I'm usually used to at the time. At times when you read about the Fae, the Fae are on top, they're oppressing, they're the ones that are attacking the humans, whatever the case may be. And in this situation, the, role, the roles are reversed. The Fae are the ones being hunted down because of their powers. And the humans, even though they have powers, are the ones hunting them down. So there's like a big misconception. Our main character is hiding and she's being discovered and there's a big battle. She has a power, but, you know, she has self-doubt. You know, she doesn't have the perfect body image of herself. And it's it's a very honest thing to see a character actually go through some insecurities and she's not like real thin, perfect and this perfect personality. So you see some vulnerabilities in there that I really loved about this character. So I highly recommend this one. She is an indie debut author with that one. She already has book two out and she's working on three inside other projects. So I've been following her and she's been amazing. Um, watching her progress and everything. So definitely check out The Ruins of the Heartless Fae. It's such a good book. I love that fantasy book, and I cannot wait for the third book to come out. Uh, the next one um, for May is, you guessed it. Well, not really you guessed it, but Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. I, I, I actually read this before uh, the Car of a Hall series. Um, I don't regret it just because when I did read the series, it was good to know a lot of background information on the Once Upon a Time characters because there's a lot going on. But I really like this series. I just like Jacqueline in this and the the Jack of Hearts and his apple eating habits and things like that. I did this uh, a book review with a bookstagrammer by Melissa she is amazing. We broke it down. We talked about a lot of this. There's so much to talk about in this episode, and I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. One of my favorites probably so far, book two in the series is a lot better, which I have it in this deck, so I'll probably talk about it later. All right, so in June, June, The Hurricane Wars by Thea Guanzon. Um, I fell in love with this book. And let me tell you about it. I read Happy Place by Emily Henry. And it, I love Emily Henry's book. But some reason, her last book, Happy Place, kind of burned me out in the romance department where I was about to, like, not enjoy romance in books anymore. And I, I'm not saying that's anything towards her or anything like that. But it's just some reason during my life and the ending circumstances of that book, I was just like, I'm fed up. <laughs> so... I decided to read this, and I, I honestly, I was going to DNF this book um, maybe 20% in because it's very heavy in world building. But some reason, um, the way that Thea Guanzon has written this book, that when you get past the 35% of the, of the book, it just changes. And I'm not going to tell you because that will ruin the book and the surprise for you. But it's a totally different part of how it started. Um, because of time events and things that are discovered and whatever the case may be. And it's so good. I was about to hit a rating slump. I'm telling you, but this got me out of it. And I haven't been since this one. I interviewed her on my podcast. She's such an amazing person and she's working on book two as we speak. And I cannot wait for it to come out. All right. In July, I did 
Falling Kingdoms by Morgan Rhodes. I I actually finished this whole series on um, audio. Um, I read this one like maybe the first book two years ago and I just reread it and then just continued on with the series because this is a complex story. Um, the thing about this one, there's a lot of multiple POVs and it jumps around quite a bit. And then as the series goes on, you get introduced to a lot of new people and you get uh, the best way I can describe it is don't get comfortable with your char- favorite character because they might be killed off. And Morgan Rhodes does such a great job of introducing new people, getting rid of new people. Well, great world building. And as you go through it, it just the storyline keeps continuing. You just don't know what's going to happen. And a lot of times my jaw dropped in this series. I couldn't believe a lot of the things that happened in this series. So it definitely keeps on your toes. Okay, so in August, my fa- my one of my favorite books, 2023, is Blood Mercy by um, Bella Roth. I did a book review with Megan. She's on Bookstagram as well. I... This was a chunky book. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot to this book. You have to go in knowing this is commitment. World building. I think Vela Roth does a great job at doing the world building on this one just because of the fact it's not thrown at you all at once. It's done in conversation and in dialogue and you get to know this world slowly and you don't eat it all at once. And I felt the characters, especially our main character, where she goes through a lot of mistreatment in this world and she doesn't go into instant lust over the main character, but the main character, Leo, I had to look at it. Leo had to earn her respect and earn her trust. And I thought that was so well done in what in a fantasy romance that she wasn't just jumping at him. It was like, it had to be earned. And I thought that was really good in regards to, um, a fantasy romance that was considered a very slow, slow burn. All right. So in September, I did have two books that I really loved. First one, Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. I um, I think I was very late to the game when it came to this book. Um, I don't know why, but I was just kind of like when I first read, read the synopsis, I just wasn't interested in it. So I just put it off quite a bit. And then it started picking up on um, Instagram and things like that. So I was like, okay. I'll try it. So I got a used copy off of Pango Books. And yeah, I'm like one of those situations where I'm like, why did it take me so long to like read this? <laughs> so this is very good. It's it's one of those timeless romances that it's very romantic. It's very like a uh, heavy sigh and things like that. And I really loved being able to read this for the first time and not seeing any spoilers and just enjoying this for what it is. I know I'm currently right now waiting for my copy from Barnes and Noble to get my copy for the second duology. I don't know how I feel about it with it being only two books. So I'm hoping it just doesn't carve my heart out and toss it aside, but I'm looking forward to reading the, the next part of this book. So the next book that I really enjoyed is Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole Mayer. It this is kind of reads like a cozy fantasy almost. It's it's got kind of a comical fantasy villain in this one and you know, it's like you're supposed to take it seriously, but it's hard to take it seriously with the the amount of things that happen in this book. You know, it's just one of those things that I truly enjoyed and I can't wait for the second book cuz it kind of 
not leaves you in a cliffhanger, but enough to make you wonder what's going to happen next with Evie, the main character. I felt like the villain was really a villain in this one, even though he was considered truly, I mean, he's considered truly evil in this book. A real, I think personally a real villain, but he had the heart of gold and he just, you know, tucks away. But the only person that can get it out of him is his assistant, which is Evie, which, you know, it's really cute. I thought it was, I thought it was really cute. I like the sprayed edges. I, I actually bought this a as an early copy, so I'm really glad I did. Um, so I'm excited for the second one. So in October, of course, The Ballad of Never After by Stephanie Gerber. I think I like this one a lot more than the first one, personally. there You see a lot more of Jack, Jack's being in this book, a lot more of them... Um, Evangeline and Jack's being together and him like going out of his way to really protect Jack um, Evangeline. I don't know why I call her Jack. Jacqueline. Anyways, so Evangeline. Um, so, you know, well, that makes sense. Jacqueline, Jack's Evangeline. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah. I, I think just the ending was chef's kiss. I love it was like the best ending I have ever read in a book. I would reread the second book just to reread the second book. I would skip the first and never read the third. This is my favorite. The other book that I found is uh, Daughter of the Moon Goddess uh, by Sue Lin Tan. I held this one off too, but I have a good friend on Instagram that absolutely adores this book. And she just kept talking about it so i decided to pick it up and i think it was also a uh there was there was a book club that did it so i did it with them and i really enjoyed the the writing style of this one it's not your typical read and it threw me off you know at first because it's not your typical writing style that you pick up but once you get into it you just kind of like want to weep with the main character rejoice with the main character when she succeeds or something goes on so you see a lot in this book a lot of the setbacks that she the main character goes through and how she overcomes it and she doesn't give up it was just really well done. There's a side plot of the romance that you just want to kind of kick somebody in the face, you know, because of that reason. Um, but it turns around, thankfully. But I really like it. I can't wait to get to book two next year. And I heard there's another book in the series that might be coming out, but I'm not 100% sure. I know there's like a kind of a novella after the second book. So I got to read the second book before the third one comes out. I highly recommend November was exciting. I was lurking on TikTok, but I never really officially did anything with TikTok until like around October, November. And definitely follow me if you want to follow me if you see this video. Anyways, I found uh, a, a debut author of the fantasy genre of House of Bane and Blood by Alexis Menard, L. Menard. I really like that one. I This has been my favorite part of the year is finding these new authors I've never heard before. And I just so happened to scroll by and hey, there's, there's a book right there. You know, read me. Screams it. And this is a very fantasy heavy romance, but it's not all surrounding like that. This one is kind of has that steampunk vibes and the uh, male main character actually has a, he has a prosthetic limb in this one, some disability rep. 
And what I liked about it, it's kind of like a, a tale of two cities. There's two different uh, families that are warring against each other. And because of the arranged marriage of a convenience, they had to come together because she's an heiress and she has control of her train that her family has. And, you know, to get rights and all that stuff. It's, it's really good. I really liked it. The magic system is unique in this. It's not your typical magic that you would oh, I have this. No, it's it, it's really deep. It's really intricate. And it's one of those books I highly recommend to some people just because of the fact that it's it's different. Um, I'm looking forward to um, continue her series. She is working on second book. The first book did leave you kind of in a cliffhanger and like, oh, crap, what is going to happen next situation? There was a twist and a turn. And I was just like, I couldn't believe what happened at the end. It just took me by surprise. I loved it. Definitely check out her book, House of the Bane of Blood. So in December, I kind of slowed down quite a bit in reading. That's what I typically do around this season just because of the holidays. And, you know, I hit my reading goal most of the time around this time of the month. And I'm just like, you know, I, I slowed down quite a bit to give myself a break from reading and enjoy the family and everything like that. So I didn't really find a book that I really loved, but... If I had to choose something, it would be definitely uh, Stone and Sky by Z.S. Diamante. I, he, give me, he gifted his book to me and his prelude, and I think it was such a true statement to, like, if you're looking for something as such as, like, Lord of the Rings. If you love Lord of the Rings, this is a book that you would definitely want to read. I had to bring it over. Yeah, Stone and Sky by Z.S. Diamante. Um I did a interview recently with him and I felt like he had such great knowledge when it comes to self-publishing and just enjoying the process and everything. So I really enjoyed talking to him on my podcast. And of course I read his book and I can't wait for his second book to come out because, you know, the journey continues per se. That's all the books I have for each month for 2023. I, I really felt like I had a good year reading. Um, there was a, definitely a lot of duds. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't perfect. I I think I DNF'd a little bit more than what I used to. Um, but I really enjoyed a lot of the books. I found a lot of new authors that I really, really enjoyed. A lot of them have become my friends. And I cannot wait to for next year for their second books to come out or to find new debut, debut authors to read. Um, I love it. I hope you guys love it. Definitely check out all the links below to see all these books and to find the interviews with some of these authors. Um, thank you for watching and catch you next time, readers. Bye.